Just a couple housekeeping things before we get into the homily. Last week here we started Whole Parish RCIA. So the whole parish is going to go through RCIA from now until Easter. Each weekend we'll be preaching on what we would do and teach during an RCIA process for those who are interested in coming to full communion with the Catholic Church. So I'm excited because there is so much to learn and so many ways to grow. And those who are becoming Catholic here this year, they're actually at Mass this morning, so after the homily at each Mass from here till Easter and then forevermore, we will release them, pray for them so that they can further uh, dive deeper into the beauty and the truth of our church. And it's so exciting because I think maybe a lot of us have, have really kind of you know, dropped the ball in some ways, continuing to grow into the, the richness of our faith. And my question for you is, who are you going to bring to this table? Easter Vigil. Uh, we will uh, continue to invite people to come in, pray about that. Who's the one person that you want to give the bread of life, the cup of salvation to, and, uh, and bring them. Have them here with you. Make a difference in their life forever. That's what we're talking about, and that's what's exciting. So who's that going to be for you? as well as our parish mission the next two nights, Monday and Tuesday. Who are you going to bring to that parish mission so that they can come know the beauty of our faith and the power that uh, we can be so often missing out on? Our RCI members will meet once a month as well with me on a Saturday morning to continue to connect and answer questions and move forward in what this faith, what our God is calling us to. We have a thing called the e-bulletin. I don't know how many of you guys get the e-bulletin. I know we got about 800. That's great. So what we're going to do, if you read it this last week, is I'm going to recap the homily that I preached today. So I'll recap that homily next Friday because we want to drill it into our bones as the author of Deuteronomy talks about. Drill this, this uh, law into your bones so that we really know it. There's, we can learn in so many ways, and that will just help us with that. So there will be a recap of that each weekend. Uh, at the bulletin of Friday the previous week. I don't know, a lot of you have come up to me even recently said, Father John, you have a podcast? Yes, I have a podcast. I've got 268 homilies on that podcast now. If you think a, a homily is good and would speak, I hope you do at least one, speak, uh, would speak to someone who's going through a particular thing. Like a few weeks ago, we talked about the authority of the Catholic Church. We can't start our own church. We either believe with the Church of Jesus Christ or we don't. Her sacraments, her teaching, her wisdom, the, the idea of the ordained priesthood, we either believe in that or not. And when we say, oh, I don't believe in that, then we are separating ourselves from the church of Jesus Christ. I don't know who you're going to go with, but I know who I'm going with, the church of Jesus Christ. So uh, different things like that. So share the podcast. Say, just copy the link and send it. Say, hey, thought you might, you know, this might touch you or bless your life. And uh, there's, there's enough garbage out there. Spread the good news. Give that to people so it can be right in their hands, right in their text or their inbox, email inbox. Okay, now into the homily. Sheer goodness. Just want you to remember those two words, sheer goodness. God thirsts for you, that you would thirst for him. He has so much to share with us, so much to show us. You know how I image prayer? Being on my father's lap, and he's saying, look, look at this. So there's the quote from the first line in the catechism. He's looking for, to share deep friendship and intimacy with us, to give us a new and everlasting heart. Last week was RCIA, entitled RCIA, A New Heart. 
He doesn't want you stale. He wants you ever fresh and ever new. And how beautiful that is. The point isn't merely information, but much more transformation through it all. I don't want you just to get your doctorate in friendship and relationship. I want you to get your fellowship in friendship and relationship. I want us all to become so good at that that we're so irresistible. They'll ask us, where'd you get that? And we'll say, we got it from the body and blood of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. And he's changing us. And we are becoming love. We're becoming a part of his body. We are sharing the divine life. We're sharing what we're called to do. We do so many things that we think are so important, even on Sunday mornings, that we have to ask Jesus, is that what you want? Have you ever run your Sunday morning or your Sundays or your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays before him? What does he want? What does he want for you now and eternally? What's our parish mission here? To know the power of the Holy Spirit and live the life of Jesus Christ. The heart of this is, you can imagine Jesus and the Holy Spirit grabbing hands and coming to minister to us, to make us into the kingdom of priests that God has for us. To know the power of the Holy Spirit and live the life of Christ. That's how you go to heaven. You don't go to heaven by being nice. You go to heaven by living the life of Jesus, no matter how beautiful and how painful that is. You can't love what you don't know. The more we know, the more we love, and the more we know, the more we want to know. The more you know, the more you want to know. Okay, here's the plan. Listen up. Listen up. Here's the plan. If we get this wrong, we get the rest of our lives wrong. God's plan for us is sheer goodness. Sheer goodness. Sheer. What does the word sheer mean? Nothing other than. It's impossible for God to ever give us anything but sheer goodness. Each and every encounter with him is an encounter with infinite love and mercy. So friends, why do we go someplace else? Why do we go someplace else when we're in the middle of arguing in our marriage, in our relationships? Why do we go somewhere else when we don't forgive 70 times 70, seven times in perfection? This is just kind of a practical thing. You can just Google, like after Mass today, you can Google CCC1. That stands for Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph one. If you do that, you'll get that. I think there's like 2,800 paragraphs. We got a lot of digging and a lot of learning to do. What level are you? What level am I in our faith? And it's not just data download, not downloading data. It's Holy Spirit application. So think about sheer goodness. What's the Holy Spirit application in all my relationships, in my work, in my ethics, in my virtues? How do I apply all this? Friends, keep your eyes fixed on God, even above your spouse. Keep your eyes fixed on God or the person or the thing that you love the most. He is the perfection of life that you want for others. Study the generations long past and see, has anyone trusted in the Lord and been disappointed? Has anyone persevered in reverence and been forsaken? Has anyone called upon him and been ignored? Sirach 2, verse 10, know it, memorize it. 
That's called sheer goodness. I have never been disappointed by Jesus. I've never been ignored. I've never been taken lightly. It's impossible for him to take me less lightly than that crucifix. Frank Sheed had a great image. He talked about kids who go through kindergarten, all this Catholic school education, their sacraments. What happens at the end of it? There's a big pile of Catholicism. Oh, there's a big pile of Catholicism. There's lots there. I really don't know anything, but it's a big, messy pile. And we think and we look at that pile and we say, I think it's in there. I think it's in there. It's got to be there somewhere. But we don't know. We can't articulate. And that's exactly what Jesus and the Holy Spirit want us to help do, is articulate. Some of you have told me the last four or five homilies I've been talking about sin a lot. You know why? Because it's important. It's important to deal with. And if we aren't, and we're not running to the confessional, that's a problem. Because we're saying, I'm saving myself. I'm doing this my own way. Sin is a rebellion against God. We can only understand sin if we understand that we are made to be in relationship with God. Every sin is a rejection of that relationship. Sin is a refusal to live in the light of right relationship with the source of all good. The heart of sin is relationship. Ugliness and depth of sin is in direct contrast to the beauty of the kind of relationship that we're supposed to have. When we say yes or no to a rule, we are not saying yes or no to a rule, but to the person who gives us that rule for our sheer goodness. The heart of every sin is saying, God, I do not want to be in relationship with you. We are not rejecting a thing but a person, God himself. Sin is saying, God, I know you are sheer goodness, but I don't care. Step away with your words and your wisdom because I know the way to joy and freedom and flourishing. Have you been there, my friend? I've been there too recently, too often, and I've suffered for it. Genesis chapter 3, tempted by the devil, man let his trust in his creator die in his heart and abusing his freedom, disobeyed God's command. It's all about trust, what you trust in. Original sin, Adam and Eve, is not committed, it's contracted. It's not something you personally do, it's contracted. It is a state, it's not an act. It's not something we do, it's something we're born into. Original sin broke the world, broke our experience of sheer goodness. Remember this, though, friends. We are good. You are good in God's eyes, but broken. That's why we have the church, because we're broken. And he wants to bring us to sheer goodness through it all. I like tennis. I don't know if any of you saw the recent U.S. Open, 
but it was a beautiful scene after Coco Goff won the women's championship. I don't know if you saw it, but she ran into the stands and embraced her father. And that always touched me because that's our faith. Our faith is about letting our father embrace us. You know what Coco said about that? All the things she said? I will never forget that moment. It is as if as God the Father is embracing us into his kingdom, into his heart. The Father wants you and I and us to be embraced in his family. And how do we do that? We do that as family. We do that together, most especially here in the Holy Mass. Coco went on to say, they were trying to tear us apart. She's talking about her and her father. They, the, the people, the prognosticators are saying, you don't need him as a coach. They were trying to tear us apart. They were trying to tear me away from my father and his love. The prognosticators, the world. That's sin. Tearing us apart from our father. She went on to say, he's the reason I won this match. You and I can say, Jesus, you're the reason that I have eternal life and you have victory over hell. The plan, God's plan for us is sheer goodness. Nothing other than goodness. Study the generations long past. Has anyone trusted in the Lord and been forsaken? Has anyone persevered in reverence and been let down? Has anyone called upon him and been ignored? Let sheer goodness decide everything. Everything.